0: Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Media Clip, Advertech Printing, and Got Photo.
1: Hello again, and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. I'm your host, Gary Peugeot. And today we're joined by Darcy Reed, an author from Petaluma, California, who's here to tell us about her new book extraordinary women with cameras, 35 photographers who changed how we see the world. Hi Darcy, how are you today?
0: Hi, I'm doing great, thank you so much for having me.
1: So Darcy, this is not your first book, this is not your first rodeo. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the other books you may have written before we get into your new book?
0: Sure, Um, I've worked with a few different uh, publications. My first ever book was The College Bucket List, 101 Things to Do Before You Graduate. Um, And then after that, I was um, assigned with Inside Editions for a while doing um, stuff for their Marvel and DC line. I did um, quote books for um, the Joker, Harley Quinn. I partnered with Disney to do um, a Mickey Mouse retrospective. And I have a Captain Marvel mini book coming out next month uh, with Inside Edition.
1: So kind of pop culture, current kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Satirical pop culture. Um, I did do one with Rocky Nook. That wasn't a book; it was a trivia deck, um, the photography trivia deck for you know flashcards to play games with photographer friends and stuff. And, oh,
1: okay. So is that like Cards basically. Against Humanity, but for photographers?
0: Kind of, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would say that. Yes.
1: And so, what's that called? I'm curious what the name of that is.
0: Uh, the photography trivia deck.
1: The, the all right, So check, check that out, <laughs> all you gamers out there who are also photographers. <laughs>
0: And you learn stuff too. So
1: (laughs) Educational and sarcastic. I like it.
0: Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) Your book is uh, 35 Photographs Who Changed How We See the World, female photographers. And Mm -hmm. it's an illustrated book. It it is more for a younger demographic. Let's be clear about that. It's not like a deep, thick tome of biographical material. But tell us a little about the illustrations, because I think they're very striking.
0: Oh, yeah. This wonderful photographer, illustrator, Vanessa Perez. Um, she did these just wonderful little pictures of each woman that just really capture the spirit of the photographer. And um, they're just delightful. We, we couldn't be happier with, with what she did with the, with the and, book. So wow. I'm, I'm just so happy she came on board. And so was Vanessa
1: someone you worked with previously, or was she paired up with you when you got the assignment from Rocky Nook to do this book?
0: Uh, we were paired up. We've never met uh, previously. I wrote the book first and was approved um, by my editor and everything. And then they sought out an illustrator and they saw her work on her website and they thought it would just be a perfect fit okay. for the demographic we're going through. We're going for a younger demographics. So, you know, nice cartoony illustrations mm-hmm. we thought would be very fitting right. for, for our demographic.
1: How do you come up with, I should say, 35 photographers? How was that number determined? Like you said, well, we want about a hundred-page books, so that's three pages per person. I, how do how do you how how was that determined?
0: That was determined by my editor, um, uh, by uh, what the typical size is for a book of this demographic and of this nature. Mm-hmm. Um, each each photographer gets um, a, um, an illustrated page and then the description. So with thirty-five. <laughs> Um, it, it makes a nice size of a book for what we're going for, but we had a I had a very hard time narrowing them down. There were so many more women photographers around the world that I had no idea about. right. So we have on the back of the book a further exploring page right. with several different um, more photographers we just couldn't fit in the book that that if you're interested, you can explore on your own. So it's pretty cool that okay. I was able to fit them in at the end because there was just so many. there's so many amazing female photographers in history. And, exactly. and and
1: was this something uh, other than the uh, card deck that you had done? Did you have a do you have a background in photography, or is this something you've grown to take an interest in?
0: I I don't really have a background in it. It's definitely something I kind of was asked to do the photography trivia deck. Mm -hmm. And so that was a big learning experience for me. I knew a little bit about photography, but I got a massive education doing that trivia deck. And that really spurred my interest. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually approached them with this book concept um, along with my editor, Kelly Reed. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of approached them together. It was her idea. And we just, cause I just kind of saw um, a need in the market for a book like this. I read, um, children's books to my twin nieces all the time. They love reading and I never, and I would, I would always seek out women-centered books and I didn't see one for women photographers. So it was kind of a light bulb moment. And I, we approached Rocky Nook with this concept. Mm -hmm. So, and luckily they went for it. You've
1: got some of the, what I would say the usual suspects, right. In Mm -hmm. terms of historical figures uh, who are like the leading names Mm -hmm. in Photojournalism, regardless right? whether female or not, like Sally Mann, Margaret Bourke-White, journalistic uh, portraiture, like Annie Leibovitz. How do you balance that with some of the other photographers you have in who are great photographers, maybe maybe not as well known?
0: That that's a really good question. I had a, that was one of the hardest things, I hardest times I had with because there's I, I wanted to get the big ones in there, you know, as well, like and Geddes, Annie Leibovitz, you know, all that. But um, I I really was important to me that I showed as many different um, ethnicities and countries as possible to make it a truly global book and not just the big heavy hitters or too American centered. I really went out of my way to do a diverse selection in this book.
1: So that must have been quite the process like because this is something I imagine you're going through a big discovery process where you're like learning about these photographers and like why didn't I know about this one when I was going through school and why didn't I know about that one and and then, and then your discoveries, you want to share this. And then there's other more contemporary photographers that you've got in here who, like you said, are more global. Uh, mm-hmm. do you, is there plans for another book, <laughs> a follow-up to maybe include some of those?
0: I would absolutely love that. And and again, we, we um, do include the further reading in the back. And we also have um, a QR code for you to scan to look at the actual photographs that all right. these women took.
1: Yeah, I did think it was kind of strange you had a book about photographers with no photographs in it, so that that was just me.
0: That Yeah, yeah, that was a licensing issue, and we decided to just make it illustrated for children, so, but I do, but we do include the QR code, so you can look up, um, but I would absolutely love to do a sequel, because this just scratches the surface, Mm -hmm. I mean, we could totally do a part two, if they allowed it, if they, they thought there was a market for it.
1: Who was the photographer that perhaps you knew their name, like you may have heard of them, mm-hmm. and then you just discovered something completely surprising about?
0: Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm going to go to the page because I I thought of one immediately. Um.
1: Good, good, good.
0: <laughs> so I remember seeing this um, picture a few years ago. I believe it was in the New York Times or something, and it was about – Different people all over New York, like nannies, um, valets, um, kitchen workers, dressed up as superheroes. Oh. And I thought, I was like, that's weird. I just thought it was, you know, some fashion thing there being. And then I researching this book, I discovered Dulce Pin- Pinzon, I believe I'm okay. pronouncing it correctly. And she was named by Forbes as one of the 50 most creative Mexicans in the world. And she had this iconic, the real story of superheroes featuring several immigrant workers in New York City dressed as superheroes and that was what I saw and I didn't even realize that was her work and I was so struck by it it stuck in my head all this time and so finding out about her story was really interesting researching this book
1: so this is something you had seen it didn't connect it to the person that you actually no
0: I just thought that was just a newspaper being fashiony or something and then I when I was researching I was like I mean you got to look up her other stuff. She has other series like the, it's just so groundbreaking and it's so striking. Mm-hmm. So I really went down a rabbit hole with her and I was really, <laughs> it was really, but, but this happened several times researching this. And book, this has is
1: nothing to do with your other interests in the superhero genre. This is no. Yeah,
0: I think that's why it's stuck in my head. Cause I, I was doing the superhero books at the time and I saw this photo series and I was like, Oh, that's funny. Oh, that, And then, Just, you know, finding out like her reason behind it and stuff. It was just so fascinating Mm -hmm. to me.
1: So, what were her reasons behind that?
0: Well, she just wanted to show. I mean, it's called Everyday Superheroes, Mm -hmm. and it's show these people who are maybe overlooked or like the nanny, the the Mm -hmm. cooking, cooking your breakfast, you know, the laundry attendant and stuff. They're everyday superheroes that can be overlooked. And I just thought that was so powerful how she framed this pop culture thing to spotlight these people. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was so cool. That was. So that was nice to learn about
1: her. So one of the other things I was taken by the book was how you have a variety of photographic styles in there. You've got the photojournalism style, the fashion style, the portrait style, the commercial style, all kind of mixed in there. Was that intentional in the sense that you wanted to portray that variety or was it just that's how it turned out?
0: Yes, yes, that was definitely I mean, not only I I, that was in the back of my mind, Um, first and foremost was to get the most variety of like non Americans and throughout history, but I definitely wanted um, to show younger people reading this book, look, there's many different ways you can have a career in photography, Mm -hmm. there's many different ways, you know, you can be a photojournalist, you can do avant garde stuff, you can photograph celebrities. Mm -hmm. So that did, I did definitely take that into account. Because I want young people to read this book and be like, wow, there's, you can have a life in photography in many different ways. Right. So that was definitely on my mind.
1: Who was, did you, did you discover a favorite that you, that you did not uh, expect to find among this group?
0: Oh, yeah. So I've never heard of, I'd heard her name in passing, but Mary Ellen Mark.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay.
0: So I I just just delving into her her catalog and just seeing the juxtaposition between, she took photos on the red carpet of, of stars, and she also took pictures of people you know, everyone from homeless kids in Seattle to Mm -hmm. poverty in India to protesters in the Vietnam War. And so to see her whole catalog and the juxtaposition, it's like, wow, Mm. this is if you wanted to show someone what you could do with the camera, you could just show her her whole catalog and that would just cover it all, Mm -hmm. you know. So I was really fascinated by by her life story.
1: Yeah, she had a uh, very specific look to her work in the mm-hmm. sense that even when she was photographing a celebrity or a homeless kid, you knew it was her
0: work. Yeah. Yeah. It was like she or her distinctive style, mm-hmm. no matter what the subject was. That's definitely what, what also captivated me. It was mm-hmm. just so, it's just, yeah, I really had a good time going through her researching her and seeing her, her work. That was really fun. So,
1: so, so going forward uh, through the book, you said there's resources afterwards, but you don't have access to the actual gallery. So how does the QR code piece work?
0: You know, I believe it goes to um
1: a page. To the
0: points. page. Yeah. I believe it's a gallery page mm-hmm. where you can see a sampling of each artist's work. And then I believe there might be a link to go to note, you know, for each artist to go to go to more, but mm-hmm. I think it's a gallery of a sampling of each one. So you mm-hmm. can see their style okay. and stuff, I believe. I haven't
1: tried it out yet, so don't. Quote me <laughs> it. <laughs> it's funny. I, I saw it too, and I didn't either. So that was this. "Yeah, <laughs> yikes. So the book is out now, yes. and what if you if you're a retailer or a store owner and you want to carry this? How would you get this book in your store? And how would you how would you suggest they reach people, let them know they they're carrying it? Because there aren't a lot of kids' books in camera stores that I've seen. But I mean, there are a lot of how-to manuals and Mm -hmm. big coffee table books with people's art but I think this is kind of a unique thing where it could really inspire a few people
0: Mm -hmm. I would definitely put it where their other photography books are you know like hey parents parent photographers do you want your kid to see what they you know Mm -hmm. I would definitely gear it towards you know the people who have that yeah you know that interest in them be like hey you know you're a your parent and you're a photographer. Right. Sh- show your kid what you could do with your life. You mm-hmm. know, show mm-hmm. what other people have done. Right. You know, for inspiration. So, mm-hmm. I think that would definitely be a good idea.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 how and 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 who's the publisher and how do they get more information?
0: So the publisher is Rocky Nook uh, Publishing mm-hmm. and the two. I believe it's rockynook.com mm-hmm. uh, backslash uh, extraordinary women with cameras. If you'd like to order the book from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll have a whole back catalog uh, with all their past books, including my trivia deck. <laughs> if you'd like to order that as well. Well, I can see
1: it would be more of a companion piece, right? So, so, so sure. where so where do people go to get more information about you and your work?
0: Oh, um, I have an Amazon author page. Um, with Darcy Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a LinkedIn page. Mm-hmm. Look, look me up there. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Darcy Author.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, great. Well, th- well, thank you, Darcy, for spending some time with us today. I enjoyed talking to you about the book. I recommend folks check it out. I think it is uh, a different kind of photography book for a different age group and a different subject matter than most typical photo books. So I recommend folks check it out and see if there might be a place for it in their store. Uh, Thanks again, Darcy, and have a great day.
0: Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com.